Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Troubling Issues, a podcast about comics that is for everyone, not just people who like comics. Uh, I'm Brad Daniels, your host, and we'll be looking at a comic in-depth. It's, it's going to be a notable comic. It could be good. It could be bad. It could be batshit crazy. <laughs> I don't know yet. We'll find out. And you may have just heard, I have a guest here today, and my guest for today is the wonderful Colin Smith. How's it going, Colin? Hey, I'm great, Brad. Thanks so much for having me along the show. Really appreciate it. Oh, look, like you're one of my, my an old, old friend and also a very big <laughs> comic head. And yeah. for those of you who don't know Colin, he is a local uh, actor, uh, improviser, and just all around nice guy. What can you say? Hey, thank you. No worries <laughs> at all. So, uh, as I like to put uh, my guests on the spot when we start these things, I'll just ask you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Colin. Oh yeah, man. Well, um, I've been an actor for a really long time. My my grandparents took me to my first audition. Um, oh, thirty seven years ago. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. And um, you know, look, I I didn't know much about the acting profession back then. Had like a week's shoot, got out of the profession, and then went. After about ten years of of having some time, I went. You know what? I'm really bored. I think I might get back into acting, and I've been acting, you know, pretty solidly ever since. So for the last 20, 25 years or so, and I've been acting professionally, um, you know, two to five months out of the year for the last six or seven years now. That's fantastic. Um, a lot of stage uh, work and that sort of thing. So yeah. No worries. I will ask you. Like, can you give us some of your uh, some of your recent things you've been in? Oh, recent things. Yeah, look, I was working in Sydney um, uh, lately for Ensemble Theatre in Kirribilli, and we did a production called Black Cockatoo, which is about the very first international cricketing touring team from Australia, made Mm. up almost entirely of Aboriginal men. So before there was even a white team, there was a black team that went to England and took on, you know, arguably the world's best cricketers and helped their own. Yeah, yeah, pretty that's... much like the world's only cricketers at that stage, I'd imagine. <laughs> right. uh, but yes, yeah. uh, like the famous uh, first Australian team, that sounds fantastic. I wish I could have seen it. Yeah, it was uh, really fabulous. And, um, you know, due to the uh, pandemic, we were actually due to um, continue the tour a little bit in regional Victoria where these gentlemen came from. But um, sadly... Uh, you know, due to the pandemic, we, uh, we've had to uh, close those plans for now, but we're hoping to get back on the road sometime. So I reckon yeah. it, it'll happen. It'll happen. It's yeah, too good. Fingers crossed, mate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hoping yeah. it's got a little tour up here, actually, in Brizzy. That's uh, going to be fun. I'll go, I could even take my dad to that. It's like, he's a <laughs> theatre. No, no, it's about cricket. And he'll go, oh, yeah, 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 I'll go, with it. I'll go see that. Lovely. That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Getting the, getting the sports people to attend the art stuff. 
<laughs> it's, it's, and then get it's, the arts people to attend the sports games. Oh, man, I, I do complete... that already. I mean, we, 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 we went to the footy together many, many times, you and I. Oh, yes, yeah. indeed. <laughs> uh, now, me and Colin, uh, full disclosure, we, we have been friends for years, and we used to be in a improv comedy troupe for many years together. Yeah, uh, indeed. Um, it, yeah, ed, edge Improv um very lately and six of the best before that and theater sports queensland before that man fun times we spent so we've been in each other's pockets a lot so uh it's just i'm just thrilled to have you on the show mate um, oh, thank you so much yeah no, and we bonded over comics you know like we um we you know as as we are um nerds in arms we we bonded over that and <laughs> role-playing games and that's my favorite and... uh dire straits album too nerds in arms <laughs> It is so good, isn't it? Yeah. Well, this this leads beautifully into my next question, which is, uh, what's your relationship to comic books? Oh man, well, um, you know, I remember, um, you know, living with my my grandparents back in the day, and um, I think the the very first, oh, you know, the first comics I came across were Phantom comics because you know you couldn't get away from them in um, in Echo Showbags. Um, oh yeah, and. Uh, then uh, I found um, Asterix and Obelix when I was uh, in high school, and I got to um, do now. I've got to add that to my list: Asterix and Obelix. Oh man, it's cool as, and you know, um, uh, you know, uh, Albert Adurzo died recently. He was the um, the artist behind the um, behind the series. But yeah, they're, they're so clever and and fun um, um, pieces of 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 um, of, of art. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I didn't start collecting comics until after the the um, the the Batman movie in the late eighties. You know, um, so I uh, I was I was at uni, and um, a friend of mine introduced me to the to the Tim Burton film and went, Hey, you know what? Um, those those um, those TV programs that had Batman in them back in the sixties, which you would have seen the reruns of. And I kind of went, Oh, Batman's not a very serious thing at all. Uh, he said, no, look, the, the Tim Burton film is how Batman is in the comics. And I went, Oh, that's intriguing. And so I picked up a few issues at um, comics, etc. cetera, the, uh, the, the um, kind of biggest um, comics place in, in the Brisbane CBD. And I went, Oh, wow, this is really great. And it was around about the time, that um death in the family happened so, oh my god that's another story oh my god. right you know yeah robin to jason todd being killed by the joker you know and the first kind of major um casualty for the bat family and um mm. so i got on board and then you know tim drake robin three came along and i you know i really yeah. liked him and I, I think all of that really fed into me kind of going oh you know i could start collecting these and i did and um have been collecting ever since you know so yeah. i've been collecting for well, what's that about 30 years and yeah, yeah. um and i've got a really sizable comic book collection in my garage at the moment mm. um i went digital oh maybe about a year ago uh, i got myself an ipad and comiXology oh, yeah. and you know i've got maybe uh, 1200 issues on my on my ipad um so you know, i'm trying to yeah. not do as much paper because you know it, it as so you know, it saying, builds up. <laughs> just to summarise, Colin, you're yeah. in deep. You are, you are well and really committed. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know. And yeah. I get a lot of movie tie-in stuff. I get, you know, I've got, you know, Buffy, um, oh. uh, Firefly, um, 
uh, I picked up some Marvel on the on the back of you know um, the MCU um, being a thing. You know, with somebody had told me about the Ultimates before the, the movies had come out, and then the movies came out, and I went, "Wow, this is just like the Ultimates." And um, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm pretty in deep, man. Very much. Oh, you're giving me great. Like I'm just taking notes desperately as you're as you're speaking there, because like <laughs> I could do an Ultimates issue as well. Oh my goodness! Oh no, uh, started so well and ended so poorly. But that's not what we're looking at today. Today, we are looking at Batman issue 497 from July 1992, known as The Broken Bat. Yeah, Nightfall Part 11. Nightfall with a K. Because it's a pun, man. Oh, yes, that's right. Nightfall, so... Well, this uh, is a very interesting thing about this, and part of the reason I chose it is that even though this is a famous issue of the Batman comic, mm. it doesn't it doesn't really tell a self contained story. It does what comics do so well, mm. which is serialized fiction. Yeah, so absolutely. This, this is a sliver of a story, and a lot of th- if people want to like read along to the the comic and it is available online at comicsology or at marvel.com or on amazon marvel.com uh, really uh well i'm just going to stick with that marvel well, yeah. yeah okay <laughs> yeah there's a special deal <laughs> wow uh, so i'm so professional uh what's the other guys dc dccomics.com dccomics.com that's how it is yeah which of course stands for detective comic comics Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, we're, we're kind of getting back to basics, really, by going, oh, yeah, um, this is the comic that held this company together for, what, now, 60-odd years? Uh, uh, 60, 80. 80, 80 years now? Wow. Yeah. You know? It's like, this is, yeah, Batman. Without Batman, DC Comics does no longer exist. It's so true. And, you know, you got to look at their their film and TV lines to kind of see evidence of that, really. It's It's... Mm. Um, you know, Superman can't cut it by himself. You know, you got to have this grounded hero, this hero without powers, who's okay. just gonna keep on going, man. I'm gonna take issue with the whole grounded hero thing, but <laughs> we can get well, into that when we start talking about the comic. Let's get into it. So I like to try and get these things done in around about 30 minutes. Oh man, we could talk. Uh, for so I'm, I've got my Canada going from now. Okay, so let's see if it it. is possible. If we don't do it, it's no big deal. See if it's possible to talk about this one comic in 30 minutes. (laughs) Um, So starting with the cover. Yeah. This was a special cover. I believe it had a black flap, black and white flap over the top of it, so you could, like, flip it back and see the full artwork of it. Uh, But it had... uh, There was the bat symbol, as everyone knows, the bat symbol, uh, slowly being covered and uh, forced into a negative type, like white on black instead of black on white, mm. uh, as though as though a phase of the moon, as if as though the moon was slowly being uh, waning. Mm. And below that, it says, "You thought it could never happen." <laughs> the breaking of the Batman, <laughs> and there is a cover. A cover image, which we could say is a little bit of a spoiler for how the story right. ends. <laughs> right. Well, you know, you can never tell with 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 comic book covers sometimes because they like to fake you out and go, "This is what could happen," but yeah. not really. 
Uh, it sort of looks like Bane, the luchador mastermind criminal, <laughs> is breaking Batman in half over his knee. Does this yeah. happen in the? Uh, does this happen in the issue? Let's find out. Spoilers uh, for a twenty-seven-year-old comic. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and for anyone who saw The Dark Knight Rises, for instance, um, when yeah. we'll talk about that as we get onto it as well. Yeah, uh, Kel- right here. Kelly right. Jones has this has this this way about him because Kelly Jones did the did the cover, um, mm. different from from Jim Aparo who did the interior artwork and. Um, yeah. I find Kelly Jones's artwork to be horrific. Um, like this, <laughs> I mean, and, and I kind of say that in a, in a, in a good and bad way, you know, like he's so well suited, I think to horror comics. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Cause there's way too much muscle on, on, on Bane. Like Bane's head is so small in comparison to the it's, rest of his body, you know. It's a grotesquerie. It's like it's right. like if anyone actually had a body like that, they would die instantly. They wouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah. I mean, even Batman's muscles, Ceratus um anterior muscles, the the ones that are right beside the abs and lead up under the like there's way too many of them. And and in, <laughs> you'll see well, not too to... many for Batman. <laughs> He's got extra ones put in. Right. I I heard that um, Da Vinci had a. Uh, it wasn't enough. It was Da Vinci had a thing for making not six packs but eight packs, mm-hmm. and, and eight packs are not actually a thing that happens to most people. Yeah, uh, they mostly have six, and you know, well, eights. Anyone who's seen me knows that I am cut, <laughs> and uh, like I, I think I have a twelve pack actually. It cool. goes. They go down my legs. It goes deep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good. Good. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a good point. And this is uh, something about comics, which we haven't discussed yet in the podcast it is the way sort of like the, what I'd like to call the cover bait and, bait and switch, where the cover is done by a different artist from mm. the interiors. Yeah. Uh, and they try to like entice you in with this cover, but it sounds like it didn't successfully entice you. Well, no, I mean, like Jones did the whole series of, of Nightfall. Mm think um it, like batman and detective yes um, yes bring it correctly um i mean you know if it was just a single issue by itself no i don't think it would draw me and i'd go good god what is that ugliness but um you know it had a bat symbol on it so i was bound to buy it you know yeah it's of a piece is what you're saying yeah. and i'll just explain for those who aren't in the know like batman and detective comics are two different uh, Batman comics that run concurrently and the Nightfall crossover event story, which went for, uh, Colin, how many parts did you... Oh, was it 20-something odd? Yeah, I think that it was, was 26 is what's coming into my brain, but I could be yeah. wrong. Um, yeah. It went Eight. for at least 20, uh, 20 issues, ran between both of them. So it'd be one in Batman, then one in Detective Comics, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh and this is like, let's say the end of Act One. Yeah, um, it was definitely like the 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 first time I picked up a trade paperback of this. Um, yeah, it was the end of Part One, Broken Bat. Well, with that background material out of the way, let's cut straight to the action on page one. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, we come to uh, looks like a heavily hungover Bruce Wayne. Ah. <laughs> uh, Feel so bad, I want to die. <laughs> and now he's here in the manor. Bane, he says. And there, so that's 
uh, I like the little, there's a little inset panel at the top where he, mm. like, Bruce Wayne is not looking good. He is no. like, he has had, he has had a hard night. He looks uh, like he's been out on the piss. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> he, he comes up as secret passage. <laughs> I love the, the, uh, the outfit he's wearing, which is his Batman suit with his, with his uh, mask off mm. and a smoking jacket. A purple one at that. A purple smoking jacket. So wow. So, so innocuous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but shockingly, Alfred, his faithful butler, lies on the floor unconscious, and there before him is the masked madman known as Bane. Mm. Uh, any comments on this? Now, uh, writer is Doug Munch. I know you're not a big fan of Doug's work. I'm not. No. Okay, well, well, you can get into that later if you want to. I, I will. I mean, like, this isn't a kind of a, a good example of, of what I want to talk about. So, yeah, let's, let's, let's do that later. Yeah. Uh, Jim Apero is the artist, a legendary Batman artist. Uh, drew him for, like, 20 or 30 years. Hmm. This is late Apero, so it's not of the same quality of his early work. He was getting on in years at this hmm. stage, and it was taking a lot of shortcuts of his art. Ah, uh, right. But, that explains uh, a lot. It really does. Mm. Uh, yeah, but when he started, he would did a really uh, interesting, live, very uh, fluid sort of style, and it became more and more blocky and symbolic as he went along. Ah. Uh, but still, like he had the honor of uh, drawing this seminal Batman comic. Mm. Whether it's good or not, it is definitely noteworthy. Mm. Uh, and yeah. Uh, Bane looms in the foreground, the broken bat. Uh, mm-hmm. Dick Diorgiano Inca, he's the tracer. Uh, he traces <laughs> over Jim Aparo's work. Uh, he was also, uh, I believe at the time, the editor-in-chief of DC Comics, so he got to do whatever he wanted. Oh. Uh, uh, and the rest of the people. Uh, Denio, Dennis O'Neill is the editor, a legendary Batman writer. We'll mm. get on to him a bit later too. Yeah. And uh, then our last last uh, speech bubble, bubble or uh, caption, I should say, ready and willing to grant my wish, which is he, <laughs> he wants to die. And Bane is like, yes, I'll do that for you. He's being uh, that really Byronic hero. He's um, He's got that, the death wish going on. Um, mm-hmm. That I've heard Batman being attributed as being a Byronic hero, but has way too much idealism and uh, uh you know uh, um a wish for the for his work to actually have have done some good and improved the yeah. world to, to kind of be entirely in that and, in that and he also he has no cybernetic bits so he can't be a bionic hero <laughs> well you and i might be talking about different things I oh think. what we're not talking steve austin here oh i okay. think six million dollars didn't enter into into um Batman's makeup anywhere. Maybe six million dollars worth of opium. Maybe we'll see how we go. Billion dollars worth. (laughs) Okay. Wow. (laughs) Take that, Byron. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, I'm moving on to page two. Unless you have something else. No, man. I'm good. Okay. Just like if at any point I get ahead of you, just let me know. Okay. Page two. We have a confrontation between Bane and Bruce Wayne in his smoking jacket. Uh, You know who I. You know who I. And he says, you could be be no one else. <laughs> His Bruce Wayne is nothing but a mask and one which no longer serves any purpose. 
Can you can you do this with a Mexican accent? Uh, is it, it, oh, <laughs> can I? Is it, you want me to do it, Tom Hardy? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you oh, could wow. do no one else. You could be no one else. It's Bruce Wayne is learning, but a mask and one that has no longer serves any purpose. It's Tom Hardy doing doing um, uh, Sean Connery, isn't it? <laughs> it is a little bit. That was a very weird character choice that he made with the Bane. That is the one which is, of course, sticks because it was the biggest uh, splash in popular culture. Yeah. Uh, okay, his mask still has a purpose, and he, he juices himself up, and they start talking about Venom. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, a little bit of, like, I do like the way how harrowed um, Bruce Wayne looks in this particular sequence. <laughs> It is quite cool, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he like he is messed up, beaded and... with sweat on his, his on the final panel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's like, oh god, uh, Bane, Bane is juiced. Uh, do you want? Uh, do you, would you like to explain a little bit about Venom so we can like? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, look, it it harkens back to a a, a Legends of the Dark Knight series called Venom. Um, I can't remember the exact issue numbers. It's something like the early, late 20s or 30s. Within the first few dozen um, issues of Legends of the Dark Knight, which is another series that um, of Batman that happened around the 80s and 90s, and um, it involved... It's a little bit harrowing, the story. Um, Batman had to save the life of a little girl. Um, just had to save her from drowning. He mm-hmm. failed. Um, he went to her father afterwards, who's a renowned chemist, and said, look, I'm really sorry I couldn't save your daughter. He took this really to heart. And the the um, the father um, kind of brushed it off and went, oh, no, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, my daughter's fine. Uh, my, daughter's, my daughter's dead, obviously. That's that's absolutely fine, Batman. Um, <laughs> Batman thought this was really crazy, odd. I imagine. And then, and then you know, after 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 a little while, um, chemist approaches Batman and says, "Yeah, you know, I've got this, I've got this drug you might be interested in. If you're interested in, you know, um, finding out how how you could possibly maybe be stronger in your effort to uh, fight crime." Um, Batman kind of, you know, does the usual hero's journey thing of refusing the call initially, but then kind of goes, oh, no, actually, maybe I could use a little bit of bit of a bit of a pick me up," and like, starts. No, take- no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, starts taking this drug and realizes it, it amplifies his strength phenomenally. Um, and the series is really about why Batman doesn't jack himself with steroids. You know? um, <laughs> Which um, is very that, timely for the 80s. For sure. And, you know, he, he you know, gets addicted to it. He does severe damage to the, to the criminals he's trying to, trying to fight. You know, um, Alfred and you know, the people around him go, why are you doing this to yourself? Batman then goes, all right. I, I've lost it. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. He goes cold turkey. And for a complete issue, you see Batman not being on the streets, locking himself in the cave, maybe for weeks. He grows a beard. You know, it, it gets that bad. He shakes the drug and then goes after the chemist, wins the day. Um, that's kind of all you hear about Venom for a while. And then it comes back uh, in the form of... Um, some experiments being done at Peña Duro, which is the prison where Bat- where Bane is growing up. Okay, I was going to say, I thought it was going to come back in pog form. In in pog form? Yeah. In 
the the little plastic things. Never mind. Simpsons quote. <laughs> don't mind me. Continue. Very weird, man. Um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, Bane, uh, after you know, role, uh, ruling Penyuduro, the the prison where he grew up, um, puts himself forward for experimentation. Uh, fakes his own death, escapes the prison, but with an addiction to the to this now concentrated form of venom, uh, which he injects straight into his brain somehow. Um, uh, with his mask, him, but... as illustrated in this story, right? His 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 luchador mask. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a thing that he he is kind of dependent on using, but it it amplifies his strength to ridiculous amounts. Mm. Um, Oh, gee, I think I've covered everything I, I possibly think you can. have. He actually yeah, there you just, go. Uh, page three, he actually mentions the experiments. There he was go. made a guinea pig for experimental improved concentrate of venom. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, once I was made a <laughs> guinea pig for an experimental improved concentrate <laughs> of venom. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, he, he goes on about how it's made him uh, super strong. Mm. And he is obsessed with taking over Gotham and killing the Batman. Mm. And this is all stuff that has happened in the lead-up issues to this issue. Mm. But we'll have some flashbacks about that shortly. Yeah. Page four, we have a, the discussion continues. So for a for an uh, action-packed Batman comic, there's a lot of talking at the start. It's top-loaded <laughs> with, with uh, dialogue. Yeah, That's whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, like it, it's it's probably good that it's this way because there's kind of no time for for dialogue after page five. Really, it's um, mm. yeah. well, it has it is also the eleventh issue in a story. So this is sort of like uh, this is a confrontation that has been built up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, the thing about uh, reading a single issue of a comic is that you don't get all that build up. You just mm. get. Two guys talking, one in a smoking jacket, one in a luchador mask, uh, talking about venom and like wanting to take over a city. Yeah, and you know the 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 bat symbol like peeking out underneath the the smoking jacket. It's like a sexy a, bat symbol showing out. Such mm-hmm. a it's it's the best disguise since Clark Kent put a pair of spectacles on. Oh um, man, that's so so good. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Batman's like, uh, Bruce Wayne is like, you're going to kill me just to rule the city? I mean, so many deaths. And he said, I'd kill someone for, if they had an annoying voice. <laughs> of course I'd do. I was, of course I'm going to, like, uh, I'm going to kill people to take over the city. Yeah. Uh, that's... And, and that's the thing that tears it for Batman. He's like, no, oh, i got, I got to stop this guy. Yeah. And he, that's incredible that... that... Um, in this one, like it's the framing that kind of does does the work. That that Bane takes up three of the five frames mm. in yeah. this particular page, you know, and most of it's muscle. Yeah, <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, and he, he he it's all like yeah, he takes up all the all the panels which mm. he's in pretty much, and it's always a mid shot of Bruce Wayne. So Bruce Wayne is just and he mm. is just like dominating. If you look on page four there, there, the top panel and the two below, they all are the one picture of Bane. They mm. all join up. Mm. But uh, 
Yeah, it's just like he takes up about a third of the page just in that one image. <laughs> He's a big, big man. He is a big man. <laughs> okay, page five. Bruce Wayne is like, yeah, this is it. I'm sick of it. Sick of the blood. Sick of the chaos and the horror you brought to Gotham. Gotham and into my home. So they, they chat a little bit more. He puts on his mask and it's time for a fight. And unfortunately, like this... Um, this page is where the, you know, the whole the whole comic is is actually kind of, I think, the better work that Munch has ever done. But um, mm. he, it's still a little bit of the reason why I don't like him as a writer is leaking out. And it's panel three uh, in this one where Batman, uh, well, you know, Bane says, I would not be here were it otherwise oh, and you do that so much ba- better than i do <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then batman saying and this is this is this is the bit i'm i'm all about um he says i realized that and i realize you may well be the single greatest source of madness and evil i've ever faced and i'm like do, munch have you when when you write your dialogue do you do you say it aloud do you <laughs> Do, do you do you know that people don't ever talk like this? Oh yeah, and you know it's when like... it's well, when it's coming out of the mouth of a supervillain, this the, you know the the dialogue sort of it, it rings okay. There's some sort of there's bombast in in, in a lot of Munch's um, dialogue, but you know when it's coming out of the out of the mouth of of a hero or somebody re- we are rooting for or somebody we've got to empathise with, it really breaks that and um. And I don't, I, I, I can't, I can't go along for the ride when, when this yeah, sort of it, it takes you out of a story is what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, you know, as, as, as tired as Batman would be, I mean, you know, it's sometimes it gets, it's, it's way too flowery yeah. um, for well, it to be real, I think. Counterpoint, counterpoint. I yeah. mean, and let's face it, this is what Batman is. It's melodrama. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, this is like this is over, this is not normal people talking. Yeah, true. Uh, uh, I and think I... The, well, the reason why I'm into Batman is because he's out of all of the superheroes in the in the line, he's the most realistic. And I'm saying that in inverted commas. I don't know if you can hear that. That <laughs> um, you know, he's the one that doesn't have any powers. That you know, his only power is he's rich, uh, yeah. uh, which is the best superpower. Yeah, totally. Works uh, yeah, I understand. He, he yeah. has to he has to do things manually. He can't take shortcuts. Mm. Uh, so everything he does is like a result of his hard work or him buying the best toys. Sure. Uh, but I yeah I understand and like yeah it does it does read crazy and I love <laughs> <laughs> my little comment is I love uh, Bane's comeback to that you know. <laughs> Which is easily. Right? <laughs> oh, yes, I'm the greatest source of madness and evil I, that you've ever faced. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. In. No worries at all. Mic drop. Okay. Uh, so Batman puts on his mask, white eyes, ready to go. Mm-hmm. One more time, but this time is different. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Okay. And then we start the beating. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Batman just gets his ass handed to him over yeah. several pages. 
not giving too much away, but the the, the uh, caption on the first panel on page six and this time is doomed. So <laughs> sort of tipping their hand a little bit as to what the outcome of this particular fight will be. If yeah. you hadn't, if you were like, I don't know, somehow started reading a comic without seeing the cover. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we have a few flashbacks here. Yeah. So, I know that you said you read the lead-up uh, issues to this, so I might get you mm. to do a quick, uh, like, uh, as quick as possible un- uh, explanation of each of these flashback images. So we have Black Mask there and a guy in yeah. weird face paint. Indeed, yeah, yeah. I didn't reread that one. It was way too early on the uh, uh, before the, the the trade that I picked up. But um, yeah, that is one of Black Mask's henchmen, and I can't remember exactly one, which one it is. Looks like he's got a he's got a, a an island face tattoo though. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm picking up on a Native American uh, like uh, <laughs> vibe to that one, but it could be just like he likes zigzags. Who's to say? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, uh and then we're uh, oh yeah okay so he gets thrown into uh i don't know a display case uh yeah. <laughs> alfred wakes up so he wasn't dead folks alfred's still okay mm. uh bane is choking batman with his in his tiny head and his gigantic hands jesus uh, um what on this page there's also an example of Another reason why I don't like Munch is that the um, the sound effects that he he puts in um, <laughs> the the onomatopoeia it just doesn't work for me a lot of the yeah. time. Um, the the so one that I'm like thinking of is the crash fan. Like crash is fine. It's thunch that I'm not in love with. Oh, um, Miss Thunch. What is thunch? It's big and pink at the top of the page. How could I have missed it? Missed it. It's, it sounds like a meal. It like, sounds like some sort of fun snack for kids. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. theoretical lunch or something. <laughs> Who knows? But it's, it's not the sound of Batman being punched while he's in midair. Yeah. I tell you that much. Okay, well, there you go. Sick burn on Doug Munch there. Take that. <laughs> munch, take that. we don't like your thunch. <laughs> your onomatopoeia is onomatosaki. Oh, 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 so yeah, good. yeah, yeah, uh, burn! Oh, wow, he'll like, need some I, ointment for that burn. Look, I'm not making uh, money from writing comics, so you know, um, yeah, do this. yeah, okay. Uh, page seven, <laughs> uh, Batman gets thrown headfirst into his uh, his uh, grandfather clock, which is the secret entrance to the Batcave. His head has head disappeared. Dis- it's just wow, where's it gone? It's, it's obviously in that uh, in that grandpa oh, clock right now. Right, right. Three Stooges style. He's in there. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And and then we have another flashback. Mm. Uh, spiky guy. I yeah. I I um I do remember this vaguely because I know that um Jean Paul Valley gets into a costume very similar to this when he's um like after this um a few issues after this series is over. But, um, yeah, it's like, the dude is full of spikes. Like, I, I honestly don't remember the exact circumstances, but the dude has, like, a spiky head whip, and he's 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 whipped it so deftly that he's cut off one of Batman's bat ears. That is fantastic. And I can, for some reason, just looking at this image, I have not read this comic since it came out in mm. probably 90, 91, 92, but I know that the guy is called Whiplash. He is whip. Oh my god! Like, and not the Whiplash, famously from Marvel Comics, one of Iron Man's. Um, ah yes, uh, Mickey Rourke. 
Make it, yes, in the movie, yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so there was obviously a fight between them somewhere in the past. Uh, mm. Alfred is sitting there with his like bald English head going, oh, what's going on? Um, <laughs> uh, another flashback of Batman getting the, the crap beaten out of him there by some guy with uh, some ammo belts around his oh, yeah, no. uh, torso, which was uh, just an epidemic in the <clears throat> 90s. Everyone had ammo belts everywhere. Mm-hmm. Even if they didn't have guns. Or... Yeah, of course not. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't remember that guy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, me neither. We'll but call him a really generic nice, 90s guy. A really nice dynamic kick, um, sidekick to, to Batman's face there. That's, you know, um, mm. one yeah, of the good you, bits. You can of feel that one. Fire. You can feel yeah, that one. For sure. And then they <clears> roll down <throat> the stairs to the Batcave in mm. a very, well, uh, I'm going to call it, you know, a very cheap, uh, shortcutty pair of uh, flight of stairs, just mm. like mm. drawn there. But it, it lets you know what's happening. Uh, then we have more, the as I fall to the cave, more uh, flashbacks. Uh, a street gang is beating up Batman for some reason. Yeah, yeah, some sort of riot, which I didn't reread. Again, jeez, uh, I'm crap at this. punishment, overwhelming odds. So they've obviously been building for this story for some time. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, just... Bane is stomping Batman a new bud, mud hole. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, Passing and, blood for weeks. And, and calling him a chump at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you chump. chump. <laughs> his, foot, his boot is calling him a chump. And once wow. again, fantastic snack for kids. Don't forget to eat the chump. <laughs> yes. Um, Doesn't include dog food. So, uh, passing blood for weeks. They Ow. basically said that Batman has been pissing blood. <laughs> That that's not fun. No. That is not fun. That is uh, certainly not fun. Uh, okay, Alfred is stirring. Got to get help. Um, every muscle. Yeah. Okay. So he's just like get smashes into the back computer. We have a flashback of the Riddler of all people punching Batman in the face. Yeah, and a and a very muscly Riddler. And this is when Bane decided to 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 jack up the Riddler with Venom. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Yeah. So, and Riddler is just the sort of jackass who would take that sort of like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. I don't care. <laughs> My whole thing is telling people what I'm going to do. Just give me give me something stupid. Um, okay. Uh, crunch. Uh, panel, uh, page seven. Uh, the the bat, bat computer gets smashed. Mm-hmm. A fist of Bane. And we have a picture of Batman not getting a good night's sleep. It's <laughs> probably yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, I mean, I understand, you know, he's he's had no sleep, no rest, but it's probably mm. not doesn't really fit the theme of all the other flashbacks of him having a lie down. Um, <laughs> it's action packed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but it is, it does mirror the the um the uh, frame above it. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The advantage of it is that you know ba- Batman's feebly dodging out of the way of of, of Bane's fist, leaning yeah. in one direction, and Bruce mm. Wayne is leaning in the other direction to um, demonstrate his insomnia. Yes. Yeah, and that's like Jim Apro just showing his chops. You know, he know he he's a professional. He's been doing this for years. Mm. So even if he's not at the top of a game, he can still construct a really good uh, page out of it. 
Hmm. And then uh, my favorite panel of the page here is Batman, like he gets a hit into Bane, and it just looks like it's hurt him more than it has. <laughs> that like, is that much is very plain. Uh, so he goes for solar plexus. Nothing happened. Bane says, "You are already broken." Um, reality itself smashed and splintered like the rude death of an impossible dream. Mm. Uh, the bat signal is shattered. I assume that's been in there. Um, yeah, the, um, it's, it's shattered. I don't know if you can, you can see in that, but there's a bullet hole in the, um, in the yes, middle of, of the bat symbol there. And, um, I honestly, I can't remember the exact circumstances, but yeah, the, the bat signal itself got shot at some stage, but still projected. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab in the dark. Was it dead shot, Mister Shooty? I actually don't think it was. I, I I'm and I'm I'm trying desperately to remember exactly who shot it, but um, missed opportunity. Might... That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Indeed. Okay. Uh, panel. Uh, page ten. Page ten. Uh, okay. Uh, we got a I don't know a double flying leg leg drop on the Batman. He gets knocked. Uh, off of a platform over a railing and and it's quite a shock it's, it's and and batman himself looks kind of shocked because there's these there's the you know um uh the lines around his head um mm. i think you know to to you know make the bat head a little bit more plain against the dark background but it kind of looks like he's just gone boo um. <laughs> I don't think he was expecting that. And no. then we have a very nice, well, no, let me rephrase that, a very big uh, picture of the Joker breaking out of Arkham with lots of uh, generic goons. Yes. Yeah. Like two faces in the background, as always. And yeah. that is like, that's not a very good rendition of no. the Joker. No, it's not. And, you know, that's one of the things that Aparo is is kind of kind of bad at, um, that... Uh, his his long face Joker is uh, uh, well, it is grotesque, and maybe that is is what he's what he's looking for. But um, but yeah, it doesn't this look pat- like a real person. No, it's <laughs> like a cartoon. Very much. Uh, yeah, and this panel is uh, is harkening back to the um, the f- one of the first issues of Nightfall, where Bane's plan to um, wear Batman down involves him breaking every homicidal maniac out of arkham with a bunch of bunch of missiles and you know and then drops a crate load of, of automatic weapons at their feet and says hey you dudes go crazy i uh, know that's that's the thing you like to do they've already uh, done that that's why they're in <laughs> arkham boom uh, okay next page the people yeah okay uh next page alfred staggers out looking for tim or we'll get on to tim in a second Mm-hmm. Uh, the beating continues in the Batcave. Uh, uh, Bane is like, just like, has contempt for the Batman right now. He's saying he's a disappointment to him. <laughs> but what did he expect? He's spent, he's like, made this big plan. He's like, worn him down to a nub. Mm. He's like, uh, sent everyone, all the bad guys in the city after him to soften him up before he even gets there. Mm. What, what is he expecting? Like he's it's... like trying to big up himself by the sounds of it, right? Um, you know, in in this in this set of two pages, I must admit the um, this is where um, Munch is kind of showing his strength with the with the captions, in that he's using alliteration to really kind of nice poetic effect. 
oh. um, the the previous you know, awakening again and again to nothing but agony um, and the uh, dark night of hopeless horror, uh, legion of crazed killers loosed, um, the toll too great, pride no longer an asset, only prelude to a fall, leave me drained and depleted. Uh, he's, he's still got poetry in there, and that's 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 you know the the flowery language that he's that kind of irks me when it's coming out of a person's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> It well, really comes you. into its own. Well, yeah, and, and you know, I'm a big fan. You know, being a fan of classical theatre, um, mm. I do like it when people are using poetic form yeah. as a as a, as a strength like this. Okay, that's well, we'll uh, that's good. We're going to up the pace here. Sure, <laughs> uh, you go. Bro. Running out of time. Uh, <laughs> page twelve. Uh, Mad had a tea party. Uh, more mm. of Batman getting beat up, which is basically his plan. As I detailed mere seconds ago, Bane got everyone else to beat up batman so he could come in and just sop yeah. up what was left one of the escapees yeah yeah kicks batman into his uh giant penny which <laughs> falls on him it apparently isn't uh, secured against against disturbances like in our body kind of falling into it yeah and then we cut to a subplot which makes no sense to me but i'm sure was, <laughs> yeah. the phone is ringing Dr. Shonra uh, something or other. Kinsa, I think it's her name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kinsa. And is trying to call Bruce Wayne. Still not home. And there's like, okay, well, I'm glad we had that subplot put in there. You're right. Uh, uh, <laughs> Batman gets smashed in the face. Uh, and we have, like, it's like they're upping the pace of the flashback. So it's like, mm-hmm. flashback. Uh, is that Blockbuster giving him a punch? No, it's uh, Amygdala. Amygdala. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Strange that name. That well-known bat villain. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is apparently something wrong with his amygdala. Um, but, yeah, he's a big, beefy kind of Hulk-like villain um, who, yeah, um, got dragged around by the ventriloquist in an earlier part and um, attacked Batman in a toy store. Of course. Of course. Uh, then uh, Bat- Bane throws Batman headfirst into the Batmobile. How? Asking, why don't you fight? Well, I think it's pretty obvious at this stage. Right. We have uh, uh, Mr. Zaz kicking yeah. him in the solar plexus. Afterwards, uh, uh, yeah. Bane snaps off uh, a stalagmite. Go on. <laughs> I get confused about those two, man. Don't worry. Yeah, I got it right. I'm sure there's <laughs> Firebug. We're, we're about halfway through this comic. Um <laughs> Oh, this this was a bit on the nose. Uh, you've got no spine on right. page page uh, fourteen. I think we're really projecting the the end there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, very subtle, Mister Munch. Very subtle. Okay, very. and he's getting beat up by some guys with some a skin condition. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, poison ivies. Um, lackeys she's infected them with a little bit of a disease of some sort but uh, yeah okay uh the they're toing and throwing but like this is like fairly obvious where we're headed here uh he punches out the joker uh in another flashback mm. and joker yeah. was um, teaming up with scarecrow at the time and um they'd captured the mayor or something but yeah okay <laughs> Increasingly bizarre plot uh, points. Oh yeah, well that's that's the whole thing. Like Batman is <clears throat> uh, a melodrama serial, and 
it, there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on. We could it's... go on that. We're just getting a little glimpse, glimpse of a weirdness, of a possible weirdness that you could have by reading a Batman comic. <laughs> uh, and then, very like page 19, very symbolic. Is it 19? Whatever, 15. 15. Very symbolic. Uh, Batman gets thrown into the glass case containing Jason Todd's costume, his greatest failure. Mm. Mm. Indeed. Very tragic. Very tragic. Nothing to say about that. Oh, and he's got time to kind of, you know, pick up the domino mask and go, Jason, Robin. Yeah. But um, he's in a bit yeah. of a sexy pose down the bottom panel. <laughs> right. He's got the, the, uh, the, the, the Robin yellow cape draped over his crotch, so it's not pointed straight at the at the reader's point of view, though. So it's, yeah, um... legs akimbo. Right. Like, he's got that come hither look. Then <laughs> uh, we cut to outside. Uh, Alfred has walked somewhere. Uh, I don't know enough to know where he is, but he's gone um, to find Tim. You know the Drake Mansion where Tim, the current Robin, lives. He's actually right next door to um, to Wayne Manor. So handy. so handy, so uh, handy. Oh god, I I know we're running low on time, but we gotta we gotta talk about that. Like, is that a coincidence? In yeah. in continuity, is that a coincidence? It yes, yes. You know, it was, oh. it, was it was written that way. You know, it's um, uh, yeah. That's, it's just one just, of those things. Okay, so Tim Drake, current Robin, smart enough to figure out who Batman was. Petitions to be Robin because he figures out Batman is Robin, and he yeah. just happens to live next door. Happens That's to. crazy. Happens to be a you know a superb athlete, martial artist, very smart. Um, yeah, happened to be at the circus tent where Dick Grayson's parents died as well. <laughs> okay, and yeah. I can see as we go along. I was very unrealistic thinking we could get this comic done in half an hour. Um, <laughs> Okay, so that's... Oh, no, it's like it's as much my fault as yours. Uh, Okay, but we're getting to the pointy end here. We are. Uh, There's a lot of uh, melodramatic narration as Batman, who is clearly out on his feet, he is like, he's got nothing left. Mm. Running on empty. Uh, He tries to swing, it gets blocked, he gets pummeled, he gets kicked. Uh, He impales himself on a stalagmite. Yeah, he does. That wow, uh, dude. That's that's got to hurt. Yeah, it goes straight through him. It is mad. Yeah, uh, he. It, if we look at the bottom of that page, it looked like he's like leaking a milky fluid out of that. Uh, he, yeah, I. You know, I don't think the colorist um did a did a real great job with that. I have fluid. another theory, Colin. <laughs> have you ever seen Alien? Uh, uh, wow, I, that's not where I was expecting it to go. But yeah, yeah I have. I think Batman's an android. That's all I'm saying. Okay, you you could be right. You okay, could be I right. could be right. Uh, I, but you know, we'll talk. Uh, <laughs> page eighteen. We're getting to the. We're getting there. Page getting nineteen. There. Just like the uh, scream my name, beg for mercy. Yeah. Uh, it is. It is going down as a gigantic swock. Uh, and like once again, Batman looks terrible. He is he's like not doing well. No, he is not. 
but puts up a defiant front in the second frame and As telling always. Bane to go to hell. Oh, that's the thing. He never gives up. Otherwise, he wouldn't be the Batman, would he? That's very true. Uh, okay, page 20. Mm. I am Bane. So as we've been going along, the the action has been like the words are getting less. The action is getting more frantic. Uh, we're getting to larger panels. It's speeding by, and we know where this is headed. Mm. I am Bane, and I could kill you, but <laughs> death would only end your agony and silence your shame. Instead, I will simply, and you can finish that one off, Cole. And on page 21, Bane puts Batman over his knee and says, Break you! <laughs> yeah! Mm. Uh, with a cracked, which is a great candy for kids, uh, his back is, <laughs> as we find out in the next issue, broken. Mm-hmm. But, uh, which is of what is said on the final page of this issue, broken and done. Batman is left... On the ground, bleeding, and Bane stands triumphant. Okay. Mm. We got through. We did. Anything to say about that ending? Man, um, you know, it's uh, it was it was a pretty satisfying ending. You know, um, the the single frame panel of page twenty one is. Kind of shocking. It's it's one of those things where you go, oh, like, wow, he is done for. Mm. Um, and it was in the oeuvre, I think, of many of the comics of the day around them because you know Superman died at the at the same time. Um, mm. You know, got killed by Doomsday. Uh, I think Wonder Woman got replaced by Artemis. Artemis. I think um, as well. So a lot of the the heroes that we we knew and loved and thought would you know always be eternal, um, you know, we're not. We, yeah, we we found out that that you know that wasn't the case, and you know the there were kind of interesting things going on with this this type of thing, and you know all it took for 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 Batman to be to be undone was you know a severe spinal injury, you know, and you know in a world where magical things happen you know aliens and all that sort of stuff you know and you think well he could just go along to zatanna and kind of get his get his back fixed surely but um but you know that's not what the comic is about like yeah it's like it's not it's not what batman comics are about i mean like no the whole premise of batman is that there's there's weird science fiction happen stuff Mm. happening all the time but you can't just magic away his injuries because that like then you lose any um dramatic tension mm, from like sure. you know it doesn't matter if he gets hurt so and this is a story that uh denny o'neill Den- dennis o'neill the uh the editor really wanted to tell right uh because now stop me if i'm wrong here a lot of people were saying like the most unrealistic thing about batman is he just doesn't kill people he just doesn't kill the joker yeah. Joker is a mass murderer many times over. It's weak for mm. him not to kill. So he arranged to get Batman put out of the picture so mm. and have a replacement Batman come in who was a naughty, naughty, killy Batman. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, but I mean, the whole argument's in bad faith. I mean, 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, and they didn't take it far enough in the end because, you know, as you discover, when Jean-Paul Valley Azrael takes over the cowl, um, the thing that he that pushes him over the edge into uh, people going, oh, you know, we really need to take the cowl off for Jean-Paul, what a stupid idea, was that he... He didn't directly kill someone. He he let someone die, yeah, only because he out. was they totally yeah. wussed out on that. Yeah, one. he was having a he was having a psychotic episode at the time, you know. And this guy was like kind of hanging over a, I think a, <laughs> you know, a, a death trap like fire yeah. and brimstone, and you know let this guy fall. But Jean Paul hmm. Valley had problems of his own. It wasn't as if he kind of just had walked away and left him to die. Yeah. Um, so it Which wasn't is something that Batman had already done to a villain at that stage, anyway. So. <laughs> right. You know. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's a little bit. That's for people who want to dive deep on this. But I yeah. want to. Uh, and like, there's like a whole story that follows up. Where there's a replacement Batman. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. But the impact of this particular issue and the mm. the shock of Batman having his uh, back broken, uh, and we're going to move into like final judgments on this. Mm-hmm. But it is, it has impact, and that's why it ended up in a Batman movie sure. many years later, because Absolutely. it's it's so memorable, and so not what you'd expect from a Batman comic. No, right. Yeah, yeah. That he, there would be an injury which would put him down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you know, like, that, that whole... Um, you know, Dark Knight Rises coming in with a with a you know bad leg sort of thing, and um, I think uh, he's also not too well off in the Batman Beyond series, is he as well? Uh, but although oh, I haven't no. read that, um, well, that's, he's not he's, <laughs> he's not physically very well in in that. No, he is life. he's messed up in that. That's a whole sure. other thing that I don't want to have to try and explain. <laughs> right, um, Kingdom Come Batman. as well, and yeah, yeah, Batman is. He's living a lifestyle which is not sustainable. Yeah, he's taken his hits. You know, it's it's got to it's got to build up, and um, yeah, uh, you know, as as much as we like to kind of think it that our our heroes are uh, invulnerable and they can come back from anything, the story here is that oh, how does Bruce Wayne or Batman come back from this? Yeah. And that's like that's the fundamental tension of the Batman story is that it is totally unrealistic, but it strives to make itself believable. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and this is that's why I like it so much. I think in the end, yeah, um, there's a little bit of cognitive dissonance there, but it's like, yeah, our, well, we could go, we're gonna have to come back and do another Batman sometime. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. Man. Yeah, and we can talk more about the craziness that is the whole idea of Batman. Yeah, but <laughs> for sure. But mm. let's say final judgment. What do you think? Is it a good issue? Is it a bad issue? Is it a weird issue? What What do you like about it? What do you reckon? Yeah, look, I you know I if I had to five star it, I'd give it. I would give it four out of five. You know, mm. I rereading it now. You know, I, I kind of remember it as kind of going, oh no, it's Munch's writing again. Oh, it's Aparo's artwork. It's so boring and generic. Um, but no, like rereading it again, and you know, kind of going for that first few sections are, are dialogue, and the rest is just action, 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 and flashbacks to to Batman just losing it over weeks of 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 taking on the the criminal element of of, of Gotham City. 
um, it's it's really effective in what it does, uh, mm. and that's saying that Batman's at the end of his rope, and Batman and and Bane is going to take advantage of that, and mm. put him down seemingly for good. And you know, it really does its job in that respect. Um, it, mm. with with all its flaws, it's it's very effective, and and you know, and it's and it's a it's a it's a milestone deserving of that type of appellation, I think. Um, yeah, well, I'm going to say, in my judgment, I I sort of agree. Um, mm. I went in, and I do not have fond memories of this story, no. of this issue, or of the storyline. But I think mm. it so beautifully encapsulates both the the weird, <laughs> like the weird idea of the Batman, mm. and the shocking like inversion of that idea of him, like him just being thoroughly destroyed yeah uh it's memorable it's it's well done i mean as a single unit i think yeah yeah it makes it makes you want to know what happens next you want to go what where what what happens next (laughs) i'm not saying that the actual story they told is worth reading to find out what's happening next yeah but as a as a artifact as a single story in a serial I really, I really found myself engaged. Yeah, great. Now, having yeah, yeah. said that, you know, I'm a big, I'm a complete uh, mark for Batman. It doesn't matter what's happening. You know? I must admit, yeah, me too. Confession, but, um, okay. but you know, I think that you know, if to make this a five star, I wish Chuck Dixon and Graham Nolan had done it. Um, you know, just to kind of clean up the little, the the bits of artwork that I didn't like and the kind of the writing um, speed bumps. Um, you know, as much as people probably don't like Chuck Dixon now uh, mm. for his um, attitudes towards um, his uh, political attitude. Yeah, his political attitude. Yes, that's that's, that's another, another story. But yeah, yeah um, he was definitely a better writer in the series than um, than than Munch was. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay. Now, very quickly, mm. what did we learn from this story? What, did you learn anything from this story, Colin? Oh, yeah, look, um, you know, and like I said in the reread that, you know, um, there's a time for dialogue and there's a time for, for, for art. Um, and, you know, it's um, the, the strength of the medium is, is the combination of both. Mm. And I think this, this issue is really balanced in that respect that, you know, that you don't have to be dialogue heavy for mm. it to, to tell a story. Um, yeah. you, know, you use both really effectively in this case. Okay. Yeah, I will. I definitely agree. But for, for by modern standards, this uh, this story is a wordy bitch. <laughs> it is a bit. <laughs> yeah, it, it does go on a bit. But uh, yeah. I think the main takeaway that I got from this issue is that Batman is an android. It's uh, and I so we, I'm really looking forward to them following up that uh, plot twist. I'm surprised yeah, I haven't sure. done more with it. Yeah, man. Yeah, in yeah, the last totally twenty-five agree. years, we need to. Yeah, we need to learn more about that. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. Oh, that's right. The question. Okay, we're yeah. gonna we're yeah, gonna good. skip the question. We, okay, fair enough. But I'm gonna tell you what it was. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, it was from Jeremy West on Facebook, and he wanted to know who is Batman. Wow. And I thought, well, that's obviously him making a funny. He's like, right. ha 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 ha. Nice. But it's, that it's could skippable. Be a, Very skippable question. <laughs> but that could be a podcast in itself if you wanted how depending on how you wanted to approach it. Yeah, like, quite right. You know. Yeah. Um 
because I think we've touched a bit on like the concept of Batman. Yeah. And like, there's a whole thing is Batman the the real person and Bruce Wayne is the mask, or is it the other way around? Or is it, yeah, yeah, a lot to that. Is like Batman is a right wing fantasy, or is he uh, a left wing mm-hmm. fantasy, or is he a combination of the two? His superpower is being rich. We we've covered a whole heap of stuff about that. So. Well, I'll tell you one yes. thing that his 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 identity moves with the times, mm. um, and that you know he was he was a gun toting killing detective back in the thirties. <laughs> yeah, because um, you know that's kind of what the readership needed, and um, and you know a lot of this this stuff evolves through the times, and in this in in the nineties we wanted to see him being vulnerable, and this is what happened. Mm. Um, yeah, and and obviously things have moved past that now, but. Um, yeah, he's yeah. a lot of things. He's whatever he's whatever the world needs him to be, to that, quote the second Nolan movie. Colin, you have summed up that beautifully. Thank you very much. <laughs> I could add to it, but I won't because we're running out of time. We are. Very quickly, we've yeah. got uh, two more things on our agenda. Yeah. We're just barely over our one hour uh, okay. allotted time, so we're doing well. Try and make it Don't quick. worry about it. Um <laughs> Do you have any recommendations, Colin, for things that people could read or watch or experience uh, maybe instead of or as well as uh, Batman number 497? Yeah, man. Look, I, I've been getting a lot of um, pleasure out of the Lazarus comic book, um, which is uh, <laughs> is written by uh, Greg Rucker. Um, he's um, an absolutely fantastic writer who I... Who has written some some comics that I in the in the mainstream that I that I followed, but Lazarus is is absolutely fantastic. It's um it's by um, Image Comics, mm-hmm. and um, it follows it's, it follows a dystopian future where um, uh, society is not ruled by countries but corporate concerns. And um, uh, Lazarus refers to um, the world's been split up into into uh, families. Um, Mm-hmm. It, this follows the North American family of the Carlisles, and they, uh, each family has a champion uh, yeah. uh, called a Lazarus, like a, who, like a combat champion, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, the uh, the the Lazarus in in this particular case is Forever Carlisle or Eve, as we like to call her, and um, she's discovering who she is throughout the comic. But she's basically an unstoppable killing machine, but mm. she's got a really sensitive side as well. Like she mm. she's the innocent um in in the comic um but it's it's full of like amazing action and and really great political um statements about you know where where the world could possibly be going and why we want to try and avoid that particular set of circumstances that would lead to that as much fun as a lazarus inhabited world would be Mm. it's probably not worth the pain but fantastic series anyway and for recommendation and I don't just say that because that's exactly what I recommended last episode. Oh, really, man? Oh, fantastic. <laughs> but I think you've described it. I think you've pitched it much more eloquently oh, right. and better than I did. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, um, if something else, um, Wicked and the Dead is always good as well. Um, it's about a bunch of uh, British kids, twenties-ish uh, mm. type of people who get turned into gods every ninety years. Um, oh. worth, a, worth a look. Um, it's about um, really um, idolization and uh, fame and that sort of stuff, but um, it's got some 
god level action in it as well it's it's uh, it's 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 worth worth a look uh, um I, I won't go into it more than that but it's 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 yeah. intriguing give it a shot well, this is great because i actually have not heard of that so what was oh, the name of that again the, the uh the wicked and the divine did wicked i did i say wicked I, I don't even know what i said at the beginning um the wicked and the divine is the no, one we're right. we're yeah okay if, if you got it wrong i will uh edit it to make you sound stupid <laughs> um um, and for watching, uh, you know, definitely the MCU um, Netflix series, starting with Daredevil, um, oh, yeah. and going on through that. I mean, even even Iron Fist is worth a look. Um, you know, he's a he's an overprivileged white guy, but like honestly, um, he's a fish out of water, and I think that's the way into the series. But you know, see Daredevil, see Jessica Jones, see uh, Punisher. They're, they're really amazing characters. Give them a give mm. them a look. Sure. Yeah, I hope they uh, they can negotiate to actually mm. roll them back into the cinematic universe. That would be cool. Uh, okay, uh, my recommendation for this week is a Batman recommendation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I was, I turned around to look at my bookshelf, and then I realized what it, uh, I had to recommend is a Grant Morrison, mm. uh, a mad Scottish writer. He wrote Batman <laughs> for several years. He did, and he did lots of weird stuff. But one of my favorite incarnations is the Batman and Robin series that he did, wherein uh, Batman, Bruce Wayne, is dead again. Uh, So uh, the new Batman is uh, Dick Grayson, formerly Robin. That was a good one. The new Robin is Damien, the sort of like genetically engineered son of Batman. (laughs) <laughs> and what is so delightful about this comic is that it flips their relationship. So usually you have mm. a grim, like somber Batman and a, a like a lighthearted, quipping uh, Robin. And this one takes that and flips it on his head. So Batman's mm. all like, hey, hey, check out all these crazy flips I'm doing. <laughs> and Robin is like, oh, you're an idiot. What are you doing? Oh. It's quite excellent. I do like yeah. that one too, yeah. So uh, Grant Morrison is an interesting writer. He writes lots of big ideas. He takes mm. these concepts, throws them out there. He doesn't explain much of anything. But he he is very funny. That's the thing. A lot of his, a lot of his character work <laughs> and stuff, yeah. as you'd expect from a mad Scotsman, is... Is quite funny. So, yeah, I would recommend the series Batman and Robin by uh, Grant Morrison. Agreed. Uh, And that leaves us with one last thing before we sign off. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything you need to plug there, Colin? Oh, like a few things. I mean, obviously, I'm not doing a lot of stage work since the pandemic has happened. um, But, you know, that will change given a few months from now. Uh, but at the moment, I've been doing a little bit of online work. Mostly, I have been working with um, our mutual friend, Kevin Powell, on a Twitch stream of the entire series of the Mass Effect computer games by Bioware. And you're playing the entire game? Oh, the whole series. Where oh. We're only like maybe... Uh, only a little bit half less than halfway through the first game mm. um and that's happening on twitch so um the url for that one is twitch.tv slash voiceover underscore au so have a look for that um, we done, i'll put it in the show notes great thank you and that's happening uh every almost every sunday at 2 p.m 
or thereabouts unless we have other things to do. How uh, long do you reckon balance? it's going to take to get through it? Years, man. Years. <laughs> we, honestly, and then I think we'll get to the end of it, you know, and Mass Effect 5 will probably be out by then and we'll play through that. And then I, who knows? We'll, we'll probably move on to another game because we just like hanging out with each other. Um, if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram. My handle is Colin W Smith AU. That's Colin with one L. So C O L I N W S M I T H A U. Um, at the moment, I've only got the Twitch URL as my kind of homepage, but I will be replacing that soon with a, a website of my own when I when I get it off the ground, which will happen pretty soon. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I'm not doing not doing a great deal. I was hoping to be in the 50th anniversary show for the Queensland Theatre Company, but that's not happening now. It might not be happening until next year. Um, the 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 Black Cockatoo tour might happen. I don't know. Everything's up in the air right now. But you well, know, you'll see me on stage one of these days. Colin, you're almost guaranteed to be invited back if I keep on doing this crazy podcast. So. <laughs> thanks, man. I hope you do because it's a great idea. Ah, oh, thanks, dude. And my uh, my plug, as always, is buy my comic books. Uh, yeah. Go to edgecomics.com. That's E-D-G-E-C-O-M-I-X.com. And there's a whole heap, there's a whole mess of comics available, both digitally okay. and in physical form. Uh, and, yeah, I like them. They're good. They're a part of my collection. Yay! <laughs> uh, and thank you very much, Colin, for being on. It's been a real pleasure to have you. Yeah, it was man, it was a blast. Thank you so much for, for having me along. Oh, look, it's my pleasure too. Well, it's, we're both pleasuring each other. Um, <laughs> what else is new? Uh, oh, right. <laughs> and now there should be some rock and uh, rock and rock and roll music in the background oh, yeah. as we, we sign off. Yeah. Thanks for Good. listening, everyone. We'll catch you next time on Troubling Issues. Bye.